every morning. Arabile Gomede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Uh, Greg uh, Davies, who is the head of wealth at Kratos Capital, is still with us uh, in studio. Greg, the one thing we didn't talk about is uh, multi-choice day listing on Wednesday. Yeah, that's pretty exciting news, really. So how it'll work is you'll be a NASPAS shareholder. Uh, for each NASP- one NASPAS share you've got, you'll get a, a multi-choice share. A lot of debate in the market on what price that share will come on it. I, I spent some time looking at it on the weekend at 7 Rand 20 of earnings. So I should imagine it will come on about 85 Rand a share. But I have seen some, some heavyweight uh, brokers in the market giving a price of, of 200 Rand a share. Normally, something which is unbundled from the main company would, would, would be sold off because people buy NASPAS to get exposure to Tencent. Multi-choice is just a byproduct of that. But I think this multi-choice will still be in the top 40 index. I think there, there might be some buying. So it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how it plays out. So that's, that'll be on Wednesday. Any other news uh, you're going to be keeping an eye on? Yeah, this is, I was, as we were saying in the intro, quite a bit of results. Yeah. Tuesday is ShopRite and, and CashBuild. Um, I think later today is Sassol. Um, so some big heavyweight companies reporting this week. So here's the thing. Last week, I think it was on Friday, Gary Boyson was in studio. So we had a conversation about what phones everybody had in studio. And I cannot remember. I think somebody had a Samsung phone. It may have been... Um, may have been the CEO of um, Altron, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, and Arabile, of course, he's got a, an Android phone. So yesterday, um, while everybody was excited about Man United and Liverpool, there was uh, Samsung Electronics, as we know, they unveiled their new phone. But Huawei upped the ante with a, a competing device that has a price tag of about, let's see, $2,600. Yeah, that, that's going to be the next big battle, and I think um, the, the, you know, Apple can't just rest on their laurels now. They, they've got they've got to press ahead and give us great products. But uh, products coming out of China, it'll match certainly matching what's coming out of the US at the moment. So they've got uh, one of these foldable phones. I think we're going back to say early two thousands, but in a more sleek sexier edge for phones where screens can do things that you didn't expect them to do five years ago. Yeah, I used to love those uh, clip-open phones. It used to feel like James Bond, you know. But here's the question that I asked uh, Gary. I mean, we had Apple just recently talk about the challenges they were having in China when it comes to um, smartphones. And now we have Huawei and Samsung launching these very high-end, expensive cell phones. And you kind of wonder whether if Apple had the same problems, whereas, um, you know, the numbers that they were able to sell weren't where they wanted them to be and people aren't upgrading how different will the market then be for a Huawei and a Samsung? Surely it's going to be just as difficult. Yeah, it's an old, age-old battle. And if you remember back to the, the, the BlackBerry days, a BlackBerry at one point completely dominated and everybody had the BlackBerry and had that big keyboard and everything. They made a product for the masses, really. And then when Apple took a look at it and said, well, we'll make a product for the you know the top 1%. And so it seems like Apple's methods worked out. So I, I still think uh, Apple will always have uh, the high-end markets, uh, hopefully. Here's a fun question. When you are looking at investing, I mean, everybody goes through um, the, the companies that are supposed that are defensive, that you can trust and all um, all those aspects that you check. But if you had to look at an app on your phone, 
which app would you invest in if they were to have uh, an IPO? So say Pinterest, for instance, if you were a Pinterest uh, person, they are planning to have an IPO pretty soon. Which company excites you that you would look at that is outside of the norm of what is uh, considered safe? Yeah, I suppose you would go conservative and say something like Uber's app or certainly the Uber Eats, um, you know, because you have to eat and you have to be transported around at some point. I think Uber might be listed some, somewhere overseas, but certainly I think that, that that's going to be a growing market. I think people are more and more heading that way. You know, initially Uber is when you've had a big nice house and you need a lift home, but I think people are just enjoying sitting at the back of the car and reading the newspaper a lot more these days. So we're supposed to catch up with uh, Arabile, but we can't reach him. So I'm supposed I'm not quite sure. You would think he's celebrating, but he's not. But we'll try and find him uh, tomorrow sometime just to get his perspective on what's happening in Manchester. Nonetheless, we'll move on with the show. After this, we talk about uh, the crackdown that a lot of the banks are embarking on when it comes to rogue debit order fraud. We'll have that conversation with uh, Dr. Christoph Nivot. He is from F&B Consumer.